once again today. We have had such an awesome time in our conversations on the fruit of the Spirit. We're going to just get right back into that today. Hope you're enjoying your day. Hope you're allowing the sun, the very S-O-N, to shine bright in your heart today. We're going to look back at something that we, um, a fruit that we discussed in a previous discussion, but we're going to pick it back up. And that is the fruit of joy, 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 unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory, joy, unspeakable and full of glory. And the half has never yet been told. (laughs) That's an old song. Hallelujah. It takes me back, shows my age, but that's okay. If you've never heard that, it's a real fun, fun song that we used to sing, still do. I like to pull those out as sometimes I'm stirring joy up in my heart. Amen. So hopefully you have some good joy songs that you um, like to stir, stir, stir with. Amen. And if you don't have any, if maybe you're new to all of this, go check out some good joy music. That joy music, you can find it normally on all kinds of platforms. Um, And those songs, man, they stir it. And um, we should have joy stirred. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Woo, down in my heart. Woo, down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I have the love of Jesus in my heart. I'm so happy, so very happy. I have the love of Jesus in my heart. (laughs) That's another one. Man, hallelujah, several are coming up by the Spirit right out of the well, right out of the well. Hallelujah, the well, the well that was placed, hallelujah, we've been talking about the very seed, the seed of the fruit of the Spirit, those fruit that were placed, the seeds that were placed in our very heart at salvation, I am so thankful. I am so very thankful for what Jesus did. I'm so thankful that he paid. He paid the price so that we could walk full, full, full of the fruit of the Spirit. That means much, much. That that, that vineyard of that fruit Man, the orchard, it's it's full. It's full, full, full. But you know, if you ever know or have seen or know someone that has like an orange orchard, um, my dad, bless his heart, he he loved fruit trees. So it didn't matter where he was, there was always trees. Well, my mom did too, but my parents both were raised on farms and, and gardens were a part of our life and um, livestock was a part of our life and 
not only on uh, my my mother and father and and my brother in my life, but our grandparents, um, and on both sides, you know, there were <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of uh, farming going on, and it's interesting because the one of the my favorite places to be is in the country, just seeing the creation and hearing the sounds of the animals and and the smell yeah even the smell of a barn i i like that not everybody does but i do just because it reminds me of of god's creation but if you've ever had um or been around someone had the opportunity or been around someone that has fruit trees or has an orchard my dad had lemons and limes and pears and um, figs and I mean pecans and all kind of if it was a tree that could bear fruit that's what he wanted if it wasn't going to bear fruit he didn't much care for it even my mom she, it's so funny how they are because they both love plants and so anyway my dad he would be really really careful about certain things, certain ways to tend to the fruit that were on his trees, especially orange trees. Like he had an orange tree and if it would in in Texas where um, he was, if it would get past under a certain degree, I mean, there was special tarps that went on those trees. He used and made these cages um, that were made out of PVC pipe that would go around and hold the tarp. And there were these certain kind of heat lamps that he would put under those tarps. Yeah, you go. he went to all that trouble. Yeah, he did. And why? Because he knew that at different stages of the ripening, the fruit on the tree, the the process of growth, that if if there was anything that would damage that, you'd lose all of the fruit of the tree. So why is it important for us to guard, for us to be mindful, for us to take time to make sure that we are caring for the fruit that is on our tree? We must. And so all of these fruit of the Spirit that we are talking about in our discussions, we must make sure that we are tending to them. And and if there is if there's a bug that gets on a leaf, I mean, my dad he 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 would go out into his garden and he would look at the fruit on the trees. He would look at the leaves of the trees. He would look at the roots of the trees periodically, but like consistently, like once a week, if not more, sometimes more depending, but it would, he would be very quick to address things. If there were birds, there was a time that some, some uh, certain kind of birds were getting on his oranges. He didn't, that wasn't a, a, that wasn't bueno, as the boys would say. He just, he went and got this, he, (laughs) and got a, a a hat he went and got an old shirt he went and got some pants and he quickly made 
what would look like a scarecrow kind of thing, I would say a homemade thing, but he put it right where those birds, he, he, he put that, he drew that stake right near where those birds had been on that orange tree. And you know what? In a couple of days, they were not messing and eating that part. And so we must make sure that we are taking the word of God and we're getting our spiritual hats. We're getting our spiritual shirt and our spiritual pants. And we're making sure that we're keeping the enemy away whenever he tries to come and take the fruit or attack the fruit. Amen. Amen. So you may be saying, well, what does that all look like? Okay, a spiritual shirt. What does that mean, Kim? Or a um, pair of pants. What does that mean? Spiritual pants. What does that mean? That means that we are to clothe ourselves with the help of the Holy Spirit, with the presence of God, with the understanding, the power, and the love of Christ, which means that we take the Word of God and we renew our minds. We we put on the the understanding, the spiritual understanding. We put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We're talking about joy. So that's a good example. How do we put that on? We speak with our mouth. We release with our mouth. We give voice to joy. We say, I'm choosing a position of joy that came from the very seed of joy that I received at my salvation. I'm not moved by an emotion. I'm not going to let the enemy come and eat my fruit. I'm not going to allow the enemy to steal from me. He's not stealing my joy. He's not stealing my peace. He is not getting me out of walking in the place of God's love, agape love. He is not moving me from agape love. No, because I am choosing the God kind of love. I am choosing to walk as Jesus walked. The love that Jesus had, I can walk in just like he did. And you go, can you really? Yes. Study it out. Look in the word of God. Because scripture says we are to be imitators. Imitators. That means we are to be just like. We are to imitate Christ. And to imitate Christ means a whole lot. It means dying to ourself. It means constantly putting our flesh under. It means constantly choosing God's way over our way. It also means constantly looking at Scripture over the world's way. Because Scripture says we are not to be of this world. We're just to abide, live in it. And abide, you may, you go, well, abide, that means that I'm walking in this world naturally. And we are to be imitators of Christ. That means we don't let the world get in us. We are to have the kingdom in us. And we are to walk in this world with the kingdom abiding in us. So we're going to just get right into additional conversation scripturally when it comes to joy. Now, I'm going to just 
walk back through just a few things about joy and what it actually means. Some of um, the definitions, you know, joy, people think, oh, joy, you know, I'm happy. I laugh because I laugh. I've got joy. You can laugh and still not have joy in your heart. Because it's a position in your heart. That means that that there is a solid place of knowing that God is there. He's 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 so involved in that situation. And you may say, Well, okay. How does how does that look? Well, joy is just related to gladness happiness. It is more of a state of being than an emotion. It's a result of truth. So making a decision. It's not something that um, you go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. No, joy means I can tap into the very joy of my salvation, anytime, all the time, anywhere, however. <laughs> you know, um, let's just say there's a situation that happens. And in that situation, you, you're faced with great you know, trauma could come in like, boom, it's right there in front of you. You're facing it. Trauma, you and, and you can either yield to trauma or you can yield to joy. Choose joy. Choose joy. And we spoke of this the last time um, we had conversation. We were speaking about joy as well. And I want to go back to Psalms 119.62. We read this. We read it out of a couple of different versions. I'm going to reread it, and then we're going to go on with our study of it. Psalms 119.162. I rejoice at thy word at, as one that findeth great spoil. Man, the treasure of the Word of God, the treasure of revelation from the Word of God. Okay, so the Amplified says, I rejoice at your Word as one who finds great spoil. The TLB says, I rejoice in your laws like one who finds a great treasure. That means when we do it God's way, there is treasure that we receive every single time. But that's God's way, His way of doing and being right. It's not our way. It's not the world's way, but it's His way. So here's the message of that. I'm ecstatic over what you say, like one who strikes it rich. Woo! There's a well. There's a very well. Now, I'm going to look here at Psalms 511 um, as well, and I'm going to read it through um, in a couple of translations again, and then we're going to go back to Psalms 119. So here's Psalms 5. 
but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee, for thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor, wilt thou uh, compass him as with a shield. Okay, so let's look at this in the Amplified. But let all those who take refuge and put their trust in you, Rejoice. Let them ever sing and shout for joy because you make a covering over them and defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you and be in high spirits. For you, Lord, will bless the righteous, the uncompromisingly. (laughs) That's what the righteous are. We're uncompromised. Amen. Him who is upright and is right standing with you. As with a shield, you will surround him with goodness, pleasure and favor. We rejoice. Hallelujah. The TLB says, but make everyone rejoice who puts his trust in you. Keep them shouting for joy because you are defending them. Fill all who love you with your happiness, for you bless the godly man, O Lord. You protect him with your shield of love. Hallelujah. And the message. But you'll welcome us with open arms when we run for cover to you. Let the party last all night. Stand guard over our celebration. You are famous, God, for welcoming God-seekers from decking us out in delight. The message. But you'll welcome us with open arms when we run for cover to you. Let the party last all night. Stand guard over our celebration. You are famous, God, for welcoming God-seekers For decking us out in delight. Decking us out in delight. Woo! That means that when we have the seed of joy, that fruit that is placed inside of us at new birth. And you know, I keep saying that, but it is what has happened. It's where we live from. And that seed is placed in our heart. It's been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. When we ask Jesus into our heart and we are reconciled back to our Father, back into the kingdom through Jesus, the Holy Spirit then helps us mature And that fruit of the Spirit, the very fruit of the Spirit of joy, is placed back inside of us. And then it can mature. And as it matures, I love how the message translation of Psalms 5 says, But you'll welcome us with open arms. This is the message translation. When we run for cover to you. 
Let the party last all night. Stand guard over our celebration. You are famous, God, for welcoming God's seekers, for decking us out in delight. The Smith translation says that all who take refuge in thee may rejoice and shout for joy forever. So what does that mean? Joy. Well, it means that the seed that was placed inside of us puts us into a place, a place that when we run to him, there is great joy. When we choose to allow him to do the work, there's great joy. When we take refuge, we rejoice, we shout for joy because he has done the work. When Jesus endured the cross, scripture says, with joy. With joy. And why do you, with joy, why, why would he, why would he with joy want to go and sacrifice? Why would he, you know, see all and know all that was fixing to come before him? But with joy, joy, that joy was not an emotion. That joy was a place, a position, a state, because he knew that he was positioned with the Father and it was going to be great sacrifice. But with joy, he was going to endure what he needed to enjoy to receive back God's family. And so we don't choose an emotion of joy. We choose a position of joy, knowing that we're going to receive the place of great refuge. We're going to receive the great reward of that joy and all the fullness of it. You know, um, scripture says, and and again, time is kind of getting away, but I just want to mention this. Go study the wonderful story of Sarah. Because here's the thing. Sarah counted God faithful. So how did she stay in that place of joy, knowing the promise that he had told her, the promise that she was going to conceive, she was going to bear much fruit? Now, see, the story of Sarah, you know, I love looking at women in the Bible, their stories, because there's so much. Okay, so here's the thing. With Sarah, 
what does she do? The first thing I, I, I just think it's, you know, first she started off in the emotion, but then she got into the place of true joy that is found in the fruit of the spirit. Okay. So she, (laughs) there's this promise and she laughed. (laughs) She said, really, really? And maybe you're listening today and, oh my, thank you, Jesus. You've almost in your heart laughed about, there's been so much pain. There's been so much um, disappointment. There's been so much shame with the fact that you've had infertility I just feel this by the Spirit, so I'm going to just share this. You've had much disappointment, and it's almost like internally you've been like Sarah. You've just kind of laughed. Yeah, (laughs) okay, right, God. Oh, my. Oh, my, my. God wants you to see you can trust Him. God wants to restore the very joy that comes in believing, the very joy that comes in positioning yourself back in a place in Him, that the very joy of fruit-bearing is yours. And you may be saying, but Kim, you, you don't understand all that I've gone through. Well, let me just tell you, I too had to come to a place of great joy in believing, great trusting my father. After several miscarriages, after much medical diagnosis, after much standing every single day, Mark and I, with great promise, believing, walking by faith, choosing faith, choosing the promise. But you know, I I had to have a conversation with the Lord. Mark and I both did. Because after several miscarriages, the, the, the enemy wanted to come and steal that place of joy, that position of joy. That fruit, that w- that seed, he wanted to take an axe to that tree. And God said, Kimberly, you can trust me. And with great joy and expectation, you can conceive. You can conceive. And I walked with it. Mark walked with it, with the Word of God, with the Scripture, with that in our heart. And it did take a walk of faith because it was over nine months of contending, 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 and contending some more to get pregnant. And every single month of those nine months, I had to choose joy. I had to declare out of my mouth, the fruit of my womb is blessed 
you have given me a promise. And with that promise, I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to choose you love me. I can trust you. And the joy of getting pregnant is being manifested in my life. And, you know, I know that this is something that, you know, we had to do. We had to do things. We had to walk in victory. And every time I saw a pregnant woman, every time I heard of somebody that we knew that was getting pregnant, it took me going to my joy tree and plucking some fruit. (laughs) Let me tell you, I had to just say, joy is mine. And I had to begin to just express that joy, how excited I was for that other person, because I knew if he had done it for them, he was going to do it for me. See how the enemy will turn our thought process. He'll turn our position of joy and he'll try to take a huge ax and cut that tree and say, well, it's happening for everybody but you. No, today I'm telling you, by the Spirit, choose joy. It will happen for you. It will. If you contend and hold fast to the promise that was given to you, and that is to be fruitful and to multiply, to bear much fruit. And I don't care what the doctors have said. I mean, I had the doctor's reports too. But I chose to believe that God said to be fruitful and multiply. The fruit of my womb was blessed. And I was going to choose joy, his joy, unspeakable and full of glory, the manifested presence of God in my life and in my body. So maybe that's for you today. And if it's not, rejoice that your sisters are walking in great fruitfulness and with great joy. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining me. My time is completely gone already again today. I'm so thankful that you've joined me and I look forward to our further conversations. I was going to get into a whole lot more about Sarah, but I just encourage you to study it out for yourself and see the goodness, the faithfulness of God. And you know, Sarah tried to do things her own way. They did. They tried to, they tried to do it in the flesh. And God said, no, what I said was this was going to happen and it was going to be by the spirit. So we walk today and every day we press to walk in the spirit. We press to see what he has for us in the spirit. We can abide and live in his presence every day. Amen. Well, the Lord bless you. He keeps you. He makes his face to shine upon you. He lifts up his countenance. That's face to face with you. And he gives you peace complete wholeness, complete deliverance, complete joy. 